Hello, 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 and welcome to another fabulous episode of My Orgasmic Life. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Gaia Morissette, and today I get to show up as Empress Gaia. And we're in the dungeon. I'm taking you to the dungeon. All right, so before we get into our topic, Are You Kinky? I want to cover um, a couple of housekeeping. Uh, first of all, always tip your hostess. That's me. You can do that by joining Patreon. And I will put that in, I will put that in the show notes. All right. Also, today's episode is also brought to you by Tickle.life. <laughs> you get to see me in my natural habitat. <laughs> okay, so let's get into our conversation. Are you kinky? So all of my listeners who can't see me, um, let's let's do a description. Um, so I'm standing in my dungeon. I'm wearing um, PVC. Uh, corset, which is uh, emerald green and black corset, uh, riding boots, as well as uh, leggings, black leggings, and um, I have heaving <laughs> bosoms because I'm wearing my corset. <laughs> They're under my chin, um, and we're in the dungeon. So in the dungeon, there's all sorts of cool things. There's uh, some chain hanging. There's all of my implements behind me. So to see. Uh, come watch the YouTube video. All right. Now, we're going to talk about are you kinky? What is kink? Let's talk about that. So kink or BDSM. So BDSM stands for uh, bondage, discipline, bondage, discipline, sadomasochism. Or SM stands for slave master or DS stands for Dom Sub. But this acronym basically stands for kinky. And what is kinky? Kinky is anything that's not vanilla. Anything that's not vanilla. And you're like, what? What's vanilla, Gaia? <laughs> Let me tell you what vanilla is. So vanilla is, um, any, it's referred to anything that is missionary, doing it with the lights off. Okay, that's just basic inter, you know, intercourse, missionary, doing it with the lights off. So, the answer to your question, are you kinky? The answer to my question, are you kinky? Is I'm going to probably say yes. Um, because one person's kink is another person's vanilla and vice versa. So, for example, kink, the whole spectrum of kink goes from maybe light blindfolds, uh, doggy style, um, you know, anal, um, you know, maybe uh, tying up with some scarves, adding some food. Those are like, these are like the tame jumping into exploration, sexual exploration, um, but are kinky because they're not vanilla. To the extreme where you're in a dungeon and you're tied from the ceilings and you're being flogged. <laughs> and there's so many possibilities in between that. Now, often when I talk about kink or I talk about BDSM, the first images that we come up with are these extreme, extreme images. 
like I was just talking about, hanging from the, the rafters, tied, tortured, beaten, um, really, really extreme. And don't get me wrong, um, if those are your kinks, those are fantastic. And as long as you do it from a place of safety, it's all good. But for most people, that's an evolution. You don't just start off there. You start off with adding a blindfold. You start off with some sensory play. You start off with a little bit of power exchange where one person's in charge and the other person surrenders. You start off with some light spanking while in the middle of having intercourse or penetrative sex. Um, you know, you, you start off light and gentle. And as you develop, as your kinks develop, as you feel more safe, as you feel more comfortable, what ends up happening is that sexual expression is an evolution. So you become, you evolve. The longer, the more you explore, the more your sexuality expands and the more kinky you end up getting. That's just the nature of things. There's things that I enjoy now that even take five years ago, I would have been like, hell no. That was on my hard limits list. So when I use the word hard limits list, so I'm going to use some jargon here. When I use the word hard limits, it's where it's in reference to what you will not do. It's like your, your hard limits. You won't go there. Um, so we got like hard limits is absolute no. Soft limits are, well, there's a variation of that if I have to, um, or there's an open to negotiation. Okay. So when we talk about limits, it's a really important piece. So this comes back to safety, 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 <laughs> safety, safety. Okay. Now, so what else do I want to share with you? Oh, so kinky. So that's the, so the first part of being able to embrace your kinkiness is to realize that you're not alone, that pretty much everybody, if you drop into your sexuality, if you um, explore sexuality and pleasure, eventually we will all end up on the path of kink. Every one of us. And that path of kink can look like many things. It doesn't have to be just, you know, riding crop. Oh, the riding crop's fun. <laughs> it doesn't have to be about pain. It can be about pleasure. It doesn't have to be about bondage. It can be about sensory, sensory pleasure or sensory deprivation. It can be about power exchange where there may not be any implements, no pain, and it's just about a power uh, play. There's so many variations. There, there are so many fetishes and kinks and sexual exploration possibilities that I could do a once a month uh, you know, lesson on each one of them and I wouldn't run out of kinks to explore until I die. All right. So that's how much is open as a possibility of sexual expression in the world of kink and BDSM. Like I said, it's not always about pain. It can be about pain and pain in itself is really beautiful. <laughs> You're like, what? Don't you hear my natural habitat? <laughs> I'm a sadist. <laughs> I like pain. Um, and okay, so let's just take a moment there. If you're like, what? 
how is our lovely Gaia into pain and inflicting pain in the status? So I just want to take a moment just to talk about what that means. So the truth is, I am a sexual sadist. That's part of my sexual development. I am many things sexually, but one of the things is, is a sexual sadist. And I really gain sexual gratification from causing other people discomfort, which kind of falls into across the board, not just in my dungeon. But I am always about being ethical and consent and safety. And that's the most important piece, that I don't hurt people unless they want me to hurt them. And then you may ask yourself, if you're like new to BDSM and kink and, and, and this whole world, you might be like, why would someone want you to hurt them? Because there are masochists. So every masochist need a, needs sadists, <laughs> and every sadist needs masochists. So that therefore, it's consensual and ethical, all right? So what is a masochist? A masochist is somebody who gains sexual gratification from discomfort. So that could be physical discomfort, emotional discomfort, um, you know, psychological discomfort, um, but some kind of discomfort that they gain sexual gratification. So when you pair up a sadist who gets pleasure from giving discomfort and you pair up with a a masochist who enjoys receiving um, discomfort, then it's beautiful. Now, what happens when those two don't meet though? That's not ethical and that's not consensual and therefore it's abusive. So that's the big piece that's a, a difference between um, looking at BDSM as a vehicle for uh, abuse and assault versus looking at it as a, an expression of one's sexual exploration. Consent, ethics, communication, safety, all of these things need to be important. They need to be in place. They are crucially important. Okay, so let's take a moment. Take a breath. If you're like, I'm super intrigued. <laughs> But I'm a little scared of Guy today. <laughs> I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. You can be intrigued and a little terrified of me today all at the same time. And tomorrow when I'm not in the dungeon, you can come back to listen to me, okay? All right? So, but I lovingly invite you to stay along because, again, I bet you you're kinky. You just may not know what that kink is or what those kinks are. So let's talk about how do we how do we explore that. Um, so a couple of things. So after today's uh, show, I'm going to go do uh, some exclusive content for my Patreon supporters. All those who tip their hostess get bonus points. <laughs> and get bonus content from me. And I'm gonna talk about how do you get started in kink? What are the, how do you start? What, what are the starting points? What are the things you need? We're gonna go into that in, in as a Patreon member. So I would highly go recommend, tip your hostess, then you get bonus content. But in the meantime, 
question I want to ask you is what secret desires, and these are where your kinks live, okay? Your kinks are basically your secret desires. Those places where you might think, if anybody knew this about me, they would think, I'm a freak. There's no way I could tell anybody about me, this part of myself, because if I did, somebody would judge me. Someone would feel disgusted by me. These are the places where your kinks live. And your kinks, and this is really important, your kinks are your true essence of your true sexual desires. It's those darker sides of us that is where our true, true, deep, primal arousal response comes from. And they mostly live in the taboo. They mostly live in where society says is not okay. Society says, no. But then everybody's doing it behind closed doors in secret. <laughs> so the first piece of on your journey of embracing your kinkiness, acknowledging your kinky, is that embracing and acknowledging it and being proud of it and not hiding it with some shame and not keeping it in, a, not keeping it a dirty little secret, um, not hiding it somewhere in your closet, whatever that is, whether that's wearing leather, uh, women's clothing, uh, your, your riding crop, your collar, all of those things, not being ashamed of who you are and what your desires are. Now, how do you have conversations with the people in your life around that? Well, first of all, most of them are kinky too. And that's a really important piece to understand is that when we open up the possibilities of what is and we redefine what is kinky, which is basically natural sexual evolution, and we get rid of, and we don't, we're not so fixated on the extreme sides of kink and BDSM. Like I said, most of us are kinky. So acknowledging that you're kinky will help other people around you acknowledge that maybe they're kinky. And you can have a conversation about what that kink looks like. So here's a, here's a, here's an obscure kink, okay? That it's not on a list <laughs> yet I have a thing about it right so I have a kink for Home Depot and home renovation stores and what that means is when I walk into a home Home Depot or a home renovation store I am instantly horny the smell of wood <laughs> the smell of chain, <laughs> all of the possibilities that can happen, that you can build in the home renovation. So technically, I'm turned on by going to Home Depot, which is not in the realm of vanilla, right? My sexual response is not about actual stimulation to me. It's not about doing it in the dark, it's not about missionary position. It's about something external causing a sexual arousal response in me that has nothing to do with pain 
has nothing to do with anybody else. Okay. Another um, interesting one that I have is um, <laughs> um, is see I'm giggling because I'm a little uncomfortable telling you what this is. So uh, you ready for it? Okay, here we go. My another obscure kink is fishing waders. So rubber fishing wear or rain wear. So any kind of rain wear, rubber um, fishing gears where you put your, your you know you put your uh, chest waders on. Um, they create a huge arousal response in me. I put and none of them are like like logistically like they're not uh, they're not flattering. They usually have horrible colors, either like bright orange or bright yellow or like, you know, forest green, army green. Um, and yet when I put on the rain gear or I put on the my chest waders, um, I get again a clitoral response and a vaginal response and my body is in a sexual aroused state. That's a kink. Because again, it's not, it's not about anybody else, it's not in the dark, and it's not a missionary position. And so how many other places, so this is what I want you to look at, how are many other spaces or places or things or, or situations do you find yourself getting aroused at that are not traditional vanilla things? Like sexual stimulation from another person, uh, doing it, you know, in the dark and missionary position. What are all the ways and start to write down all the ways that you're sexually aroused by things or people or circumstances or situations that have nothing to do with being vanilla. And once you write that list, you'll be able to be like, wow, I am really kinky. <laughs> Yay me. Okay. So that's first phase. Awareness. Second phase is how do we communicate and negotiate with the people around us about the fact that we have this particular kink or these are the things that turn us on. Well, part of that is owning it. So once you get excited about awareness and then you can embrace it and own it, you can start talking to the people. So if you're single, new people coming in, you want to make sure that you're sexually compatible. And I have had lots of conversations and done lots of shows on how do we have those conversations? So go find those episodes. Okay. Um, but you really want to be able to communicate of saying, these are the things that turn me on. What are the things that turn you on? You don't have to use the word kink because again, there's, there are people who are still moving from that place of extremes. So maybe until you get to get to know them, then you can explain, you know, that you are kinky and this is what your definition of kink is um, and what kinky means to you. Uh, so that's a good way of opening up that dialogue if you're new to somebody. Um, and the people that you are already knocking boots with, <laughs> engaging in hanky-panky <laughs> with, all right, those people, um, this is a great opportunity to be like, Hey, I was, I was listening to this podcast. I was watching this podcast, uh, called my orgasmic life. Uh, don't forget the name of the show, my orgasmic life. And, um, you know, I realized that, you know, I'm actually quite kinky and I have all these things that actually turn me on. I'd like to share them with them, share them with you. 
I was wondering if you would like to share any of the things that might turn you on. And this opens up this beautiful conversation possibility. Another, okay, so and here's the last, here's my last kind of like obscure. I mean, I have a lot of like extreme kinks as well, but you know, kind of, we're starting to be gentle, gentle, baby steps, baby steps. Um, so the other one I have is a man driving, this, this is very specific. When a man is driving, wearing a baseball cap and chewing gum, I get turned on. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but I totally get turned on and want to engage in sexual activity with them. <laughs> so, and that's the thing. That's the thing about kinks is that some of them have origins. Some of them have reasons behind why that became a, 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 something that you created, that created a sexual arousal response in you. And usually it's, you know, comes from um, adolescence and, you know, when you're first sexually developing. But there are lots of them that have no rhyme or reason. Like, there is no rhyme or reason why when a man is driving, wearing a baseball cap, chewing gum, <laughs> that that would make my clit wake up and make me wet. No reason. <laughs> Just so random. <laughs> but it's a thing, and it's a thing I have. Um, so that's what I want you to look at. Now, if you're like, I'm really curious about how do I explore my kinks? Like, how do I, you know, manifest them into reality? So some of the more uh, in-depth or extreme, um, and I say extreme with love, so extreme doesn't mean like, ooh, you can't do it. It just means that you need some prep, right? You don't, you need some training. You don't start, you don't say, hey, I'm going to run a marathon and then just the next day jump and, and start running a marathon. You train for it. And that's the same thing with some of the more extreme sexual uh, BDSM kink expressions is that you want to make sure that you train and that you are safe. Okay. So I, as your wonderful hostess, as well as your Empress Gaia, all things BDSM, um, I have started a BD, exclusive BDSM membership program. And I'm really excited about this program because every month I'm going to pick a new kink. And what we're going to do, so if you're a member, you, it will be a live streaming, um, so private live streaming event that for two hours. So the first half an hour, we'll be teaching you the ins and the outs, the hows, the safety, how to do and explore that particular kink. Then I will have a wonderful demo dolly, somebody who is willing to explore this kink with me, and I will do an actual play session an actual play session of what that looks like when you are engaging in that particular kink. And then the last half an hour, you can ask me and the demo dolly all of your questions. So this is combining, which I'm really excited about this program, is because this combines education with actual demonstration of what actually ends up happening in a session around that particular kink 
and you get the opportunity to ask all of your questions. Like why and how and what did that feel like and and you know how did you feel when you know they did this and and all of those pieces that we don't really get the opportunity so typically when we are learning about BDSM it becomes like it's very um, it's in a classroom or it's in a course or it's in a workshop or it's something along those lines or you may go to watch and observe at a play party and a play party is um, where kinky people get together and they they play out scenes and a scene is what uh, from start to finish of uh, sexual activity a kinky sexual activity that's happening okay so that's what all of those terms mean so typically you go to a play party and you can observe and you can watch but you can't interrupt you can't ask questions you can't learn you can only learn by watching and that's it so blending all of those pieces together, I'm so excited about it. And doing it online means that you can live anywhere in the world and you don't have to be in, my, in the vicinity of where I live in order to have this experience. So from now until March 1st, um, the membership is at a ha almost it's half price off. So it's like $47 a month. Um, starting in March, it'll move up to $97 a month. So if you want to get at that rate, at that price, make sure you join before March 1st. Our first session is February 19th, so don't miss out. I'll put the details in the show notes. Also, you want to spend more time with me hanging out in the dungeon, you can uh, join me at empressgaia.com and you can go to my hub at GaiaMorissette.com for all the things that I do up at, show up in the world. Don't forget to tip your hostess, which is me, through Patreon. And you also will get uh, exclusive content about, and today, this month, so each month I do a two-parter. So this month we're doing about kinks. So we, the content that I'm going to go create right now is all about how to get started. What do you need to buy? How do you buy it? How do you set it up? You want that info? Tip your hostess! <laughs> Alright, I love you all. Hope your day is filled with kink and exploration and fabulousness. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye!